This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Okay, everybody say this upcoming Shabbos. <laughs> this upcoming Shabbos is Parsha Zohar. So everyone knows Parsha Zohar is a chi of the Raisa. Parsha's Parah is Machoikis Bishonah. Parsha Zohar, everyone agrees, is an obligatory mitzvah from the Torah to hear Parsha Zohar. The big discussion with Parsha Zohar, which I like to talk about, is are women obligated to hear Parsha Zohar? I want to go to the topic again. Are women obligated to hear Parsha Zohar? So this year, there's actually a unique issue this year because we have a leap year. The Gemara says in Megillah, Daf Yudches, that the Torah, when it describes the mitzvah of Zechir HaSamalek, the Torah says, Zachar, remember, Loi Sishkach, and don't forget. So it sounds like there's two separate things taking place. You have a positive commandment to remember, and you have a violation of not forgetting. Two separate independent dinim. The Gemara says, what does it mean? So the Gemara learns out that Zachar, Yochah Belev, maybe you could remember in your heart, but Loi Sishkach, Harishichas Alev Omar. That's Loi Sishkach. Loi Sishkach is in your heart. So asks the Gemara, so what do you do with Zachar? That's Bepeh. So you have to make a declaration to fulfill Zachar. The question is, how long or how often do you have to fulfill this mitzvah? The Torah doesn't say how often. So the assumption of the Achreinim is that just like it says in the Chumash, Sishkach, don't forget, how long do people not forget things? So the Gemara says in Brachas that over a mace it takes 12 months not to forget things. Ask your wives how often you forget things. It's a lot earlier than 12 months. But the Gemara says, Loi Sishkach, don't forget, it probably is a, for 12 months you'll remember. So the accepted practice is that once a year you have to remember the story of Amalek. So the Achorite Amol Tumul, what are you doing in a leap year? In a leap year we're already more than 12 months. We're going to be in the 13th month. So we're, are we in a violation of the mitzvah? So the, the Satmar Rebbe had an interesting svar. The Satmar Rebbe said that since none of the Paiskim talk about leap years and Pasha Zachar, it means that uh, they weren't concerned. It must mean that in a leap year, your, month, your mind gives an extra month. You have 13 months until you forget. They quote from the Chassam Seifer that the Chassam Seifer was concerned. And the Chassam Seifer, for this reason, when he used to read Parashas Kiseitse in the summer, he used to have in mind to be Yoytze, the mitzvah of Parashas Zachar, in the summer, this way, when he comes around, it's not more than 13 months, not more than 12 months has elapsed. But the Yashiv and most of the Achreinim are not too concerned that we don't get it in within, within 12 months. The Tertimimah, Stamazer, is a very big Chiddush. The Tertimimah writes that when we read Parashas Zachar, this Shabbos, we're not making the mitzvah deraisa. We already read it in the summer. Parshas Kiseitze. It's less than uh, twelve months. So we already yotzei the mitzvah. So the whole parsha zocher is only midrabbon. The problem I always have with that uh, or the Torah is how many people had in mind in the summer to be yotzei the mitzvah. Mitzvah is a mitzvah deraisa for mitzvah deraisa tzrichas kavana. So unless you had explicit kavana to be yotzei the mitzvah, you weren't yotzei the mitzvah. But that's what he writes that the whole din of kriyas parsha zocher is only midrabbon. But what about uh, women? So don't. Let's not answer based on what the people do. Let's answer based on what way the sugya seems to present itself. There's a famous machloik between the Sefer HaChinuch and the Minchas Chinuch. This is where people also make a mistake. The Sefer HaChinuch was a Rish and the Minchas Chinuch was an Achrin. Who the Sefer HaChinuch was is still up to historical debate. If he was the Ra'ah or was he not the Ra'ah, the Rebbe of the Ritva. But whoever he was, he was a Chosh of a Rishin. And he writes the Gavalt Gichidish, he writes the Mitzvah of Zechiras Amalek, which is what we call today Parshas uh, Zachar. He writes, women are potter. Why are women potter? So he says, because they don't go to war. Women don't go to war. And since it's not normal for women to go to war, that's why they're not chayiv in Parshas Zachar. That's the Sefer Achinach in Parshas Kiseitzer. 
So the Minchas Chinuch, the name was Rabbi Babad, he was a Dainin, he was a big Tamil Chacham, but he was an Achwan. So he asks numerous caches on this Sefer Achinuch, and they're very legitimate questions. First kasha that he has on the Sefer Achinuch is that it's against the Mishnah. The Mishnah says that if you have a Mechemes HaMitzvah, even a kala leaves her chuppah to go fight a mechemes ha-mitzvah. And the pashtas is killing a molek without the status of mechemes ha-mitzvah. That's one question that he has. The other question that he has is who told the Sefer HaChinuch that the war and the Zechira go hand in hand? They're two independent mitzvahs. There's a mitzvah to remember a molek, then there's a mitzvah to destroy a molek. Why are the two things lumped together? One has relatively nothing to do with the other. And for that reason, the Minchas Chinuch argues on the Sefer HaChinuch, and he writes, he thinks women are Chayiv and Parsha Zach. Okay, Machloik is Sefer HaChinuch and the Minchas Chinuch. The Minchas Chinuch has some very strong questions. How could you say women don't have to go to battle? If the, the Mishnah says in Saita, Afilu Kala Yotze So the two classical answers that are given is that no, Avada women never went to war. What well, means they have to be involved in the war effort. They don't go to the battle, they don't pick up a gun, they don't shoot anyone. Women don't do that. Even now in Ukraine, it's a big chiddush. They're trying to see if women are going to be allowed to go to battle. Some women even want to go fight to protect their country. And it's not uh, typical. It's a whole discussion. Should they? Can't they? But in the Jewish world, you know, uh, putting aside the politics of Eretz Yisrael for now, generally speaking, women don't go to war. So I, it says the Mishnah. The Mishnah doesn't mean they go to war. It doesn't, it doesn't mean you don't give the lady a gun and she goes shoot someone. It means she's involved in the war efforts. She takes on different roles to help the war. That's one shot. The other shot that they give is that the Gemara doesn't mean, it says that the chassan leaves, the kalo yaitzim echupas, it means she leaves Sheva Brachas. The moment her husband goes off to war, Sheva Brachas is over. Not that she goes to war, he goes to war, she stays home, and therefore Sheva Brachas is, uh, is no longer practical. In any case, that's the machlaik between the Sefer HaChinuch and the Minchas Chinuch. The Avni Nezer has a very interesting chab. The Avni Nezer says, women are potter from the midst of Zechiris Amalek because they're potter from the midst of killing Amalek. Why they part of the mitzvah of killing Amalek? He says because it's a mitzvah to say Shein Azman Grama. Shein Grama, I'm sorry. It's time sensitive. Why? Because you're not allowed to kill Amalekim on Shabbos. He says you're not allowed to kill Amalekim on Shabbos. And therefore, it's a time sensitive mitzvah. Women are part of time sensitive mitzvahs. Okay. But there's another machoikis that I think is very relevant. There's a machoikis between the Magen Avram. The Magen Avram quotes the following psaac. He says, let's say a person lives in an out of town community. And he can only come to Shul one day, either Purim. Or Pasha Zacher. Which one's it more kedai to come to Shul for? So the Magad Avram says, let him come to Shul on Purim. And on Purim, what's the Kriya for Purim? The Kriya for Purim is Pasha's Beshalach. Pasha's Beshalach, we read the story of Amalek. So let him come to Shul, he'll hear Megillah Betzibur, he'll hear the Kriya Satayra, he'll be Yaitzah Pasha Zacher with Pasha's Beshalach. So writes the Magad Avram. And the Mishnah disagrees. Mishnah says, no, you can't be Yaitzah Kriya's Pasha Zacher and Pasha's Beshalach. But why not? If you look at the Pesukim and Pashas B'Shalach, and you look at the Pesukim and Pashas Kiseitze, they're not all that different. If actually, if you look at B'Shalach, there's much more detail about the war. So what's wrong between, what's the difference between B'Shalach and Kiseitze? So Mr. Brewer explains, as does Yerach HaShokhan, there's very subtle difference. In B'Shalach it says, Kimocha Emche, and Kiseitze it says, Timche. In Pashas B'Shalach, Hashem says, I will destroy Amalek. In Pashas Kiseitze, Hashem says, I want you to destroy Amalek. Okay. Now, the obvious question was, what does that have to do with anything? So the Chayrit should come out that this machloik from the Magan Avram and the Mishtabur is the same machloik from the Minchas Chinuch and the Chinuch. The Chinuch assumed that the mitzvah is not just to kill Amalek. It's not just to remember the story. It's to remember the story with intent to kill, when you could and when you're allowed to. And since women will never have a mitzvah to kill, they don't have a mitzvah to be Zaycherit. But the Minchas Chinuch says, what does one have to do with the other? They're independent mitzvahs. You can remember the story without having to kill 
That's the same achoyik between the Magen Avram and the Mr. Buru. The Magen Avram says, I keep Yitzid Macha Emcha because who cares who's doing the destroying? Hashem destroys them, I destroy them, it doesn't matter. The mitzvah is reading the story. While the Mishtabura seemed to have hold, Kipshutai, that the mitzvah is no, you gotta read Bidavka Pashas Kiseite, because Pashas Kiseite we say Timcha, and that's part of the mitzvah. Since women don't have a mitzvah to kill, they are exempt from the mitzvah of Pasha Zachar. So according to my Shtikl Torah, it should come out that Mishtabura holds women apart from Pasha Zachar. Now it's interesting, if you look through all of Mishtabura, you don't find him say either way. He doesn't say women are Pater, he doesn't say women are Chayv. So they leave it up to you to figure out what he think he means. However, they, they, they do say that the Chavetz Chaim's daughter from the second marriage of Mendel Zaks' uh, wife claims she heard from her father. Her father told her she does not have to go hear Pasha Okay? So the Mr. Brewer seems, to me, in my opinion, I think the Mr. Brewer holds that women are part from Pasha Zachar. So why is it very popular that women are obligated? So it comes from Reb Nassim Adler. Nassim Adler was the Rebbe of the Chassam Seifer. Nassim Adler was very, very machmed that all girls go and hear Pasha Zachar. He writes even his Misharsos, even his uh, help in the house that were Jewish, he was very machmed that they should all go hear Pasha Zachar. That was also the opinion of the Maral Tiskin, also the opinion of the Yishuas Malkoi, also the opinion of the Minkachir Rebbe, the Minchas Luzer held that way, that women are obligated in Pasha Zachar. However, if you look at the Teras Chesed Milublin, it was the Talmud of the Tzemach Tzedek, he writes, no, he thinks women are part of a Pasha Zacher. And he says, ah, he refers to Reb Nassim Adler. I Reb Nassim Adler. He says, one year is not enough to change the entire Minig Yisrael. It's interesting. Reb Yaakov Etlinger and his child's in truth is Binyan So he writes over there that he saw this Reb Nassim Adler. And he thinks it's correct. So I think Yaki is following Reb Yaakov Etlinger. Would be Mechoy of the women to hear Pasha Zacher following Reb Yaakov Etlinger. The Chassam Seifer seems to be also of the opinion that women are chayiv in Parsha Zachar after his Rebbe, Reb Nassim Adler. However, if you look in the more contemporary Achroinim, Moshe the Chazinish assumed women are part of Parsha Zachar. It's interesting, the stipler who was his brother-in-law, he used to wake up his daughters early for them to go hear Parsha Zachar. And if Chaim Kanievsky comments, he says, but our uncle, the Chazinish, was Mekel. But it seems like the stipler was machim that the women are chayiv. Reb Moshe is quoted in a couple of different places, not in the Chuvas, but from different people, that Reb Moshe held women are not chayiv in Parsha Zachar. But uh, many people say that today it's became a practice that women should go here Pasha Zachar. But in my humble opinion, they're not obligated. It's not a bad thing. There's no downside. And I think they should go. But if they have other uh, household responsibilities, then I don't think they're have to go. Right, they shouldn't go. And that's the answer. In my, in my humble opinion, they're not Now, Rabbi Sternbach writes in the Tshuva that if you want to be machmed, let them read it from the Chumash. And I saw Rabbi Aaron Felder's Zatzal writes like this also. He writes that even if you hold women on Mechoyiv, they're not Mechoyiv in Kriya Metecha Sefer. So they can read from the Chumash. And I've told this to many women. Go home, Pasha Zachar, read from the Chumash. Then the Pasha Kiseitze. Now it's interesting, Rabbi Steinman and the Briskarov, Rabbi Steinman and Briskarov are very close. Uh, growing, uh, Steinman was, grew up in Brisk. That's where he grew up as a child. So he was very close to the Briskarov and the Briskarov's children. So they both say the same thing. They both say, going up in Brisk, none of the women ever went to hear Pasha Zachar. Then they both moved to Eretz Yisrael. And they said, in Eretz Yisrael, everyone goes to hear Pasha Zach. But they comment that in Bris, the practice was not that the women went to hear Pasha Zach. And I've heard this from others, that in Europe, the practice was that the women did not go hear Pasha Zach. It's more of a new Chiddush here, perhaps in America. Rebbe Yashiv writes that women are pata, but he says, they already made it an obligation that they come in here. It's okay. It's a good thing. I'm not against it. I just don't think they have to. I think it's a nice thing. There is a problem that has developed in Klai's world today that we have a second reading for the women. That's very controversial. That the Achreinim of Moshe and others were very against. 
the second reading for the ladies, because what's the justification for taking out a Sefer Torah to read? We don't just take out a Sefer Torah for no reason, we take it out when there's a Chiyiv Kriya. So Reb Moshe was very against the notion of taking out a Sefer Torah to read for the women. Today that's very popular, all the shuls do it, okay? So many of the Achorinim write, the best would be is to find ten men who never heard Pasha Zachia. Which is not so easy. You've got to find, you know, five Hatzalah members and, you know, five, uh, five fathers that were busy while the wife was having a baby during Pasha Zachia. It's pretty hard to find. Someone told me in Bar Park, there's a minion on Shabbos Pasha Zachia of ten men who, never, who did not hear Pasha Zachia that day. That's the best. If you can find that, that's the best. But most shuls don't have that. But most shuls do is they just take out the Sefer Torah like an hour before, whatever, before Mincha. And they have, hopefully they have at least 10 men in the room. That's for sure Ma'akiv. You have to have at least 10 men in the room. Preferably 10 men who didn't hear yet. And they read. But Reb Nissen Karel had a chab, and I heard they do this in Lakewood, is that they read Pasha Zohar right after the third Aliyah at Mincha. This is where the Torah is out anyways. So they're not taking out the Torah again. Once the Torah is already out, they'll roll it, and then they'll read Pasha Zohar. This way they didn't take out the Torah for no reason. That's a, that's a good idea. Now, the problem is there's a practicality over here because if the men are at Mincha, the women can't be at Zohar also because no one's watching the kids. That's usually where you have the problem. But in, in Lundis, it makes the most sense. This way you didn't take out the Sefer Torah for no reason. Sefer Torah was out already to read from, by Mincha. What's the big deal of taking out the Sefer Torah? In the olden days, that was their whole... Right, but they don't do that anymore. We don't stand... That's why we have Pashas Nassim as a tumult. We don't generally just take out a Sefer Torah because uh, you decide that you're in the mood to read from it. Now we have, we have printed books. Now we use that. There's one thing I just want to point out for all those people that are very mocked that the wife said Pasha Zohar. I have nothing against it. I just, you, you wanted to make sure your wife was actually in the kind of mitzvah if she actually understood what she read. The Pashtas is, many Achorinim point this out, Rabbi Yaakov discusses this also. If you don't understand what you heard from the Valkyrie, you're not Yitz. None of us are Yitz. <laughs> okay. Every man and or woman, in order to be Yitz in the mitzvah, where they, know, where, where they, they, they have to know what the story is. So the girl runs to shul, and this happens all the time. The girl runs to shul, makes herself crazy, and you ask her, what just happened? I heard Pasha Zohar. What's Pasha Zohar? I don't know. I heard words. The Valkyrie read it. It was Hebrew. She's not yet saying anything, and neither is the men. So if you're going to push yourself to hear Pasha Zohar, you should understand what happened. So if Yaakov writes her, and you don't have to know every single word. You have to know the story. That there was a guy named Namolik, and he attacked us, right, when we left Mitzrayim, and he cooled down the, the whole story. And that's good. You have to know that when you leave it. And we have a mitzvah to destroy him. That much you have to know, both men and women. I just think for a lot of the women, they're not always so uh, thinking about it when they run into shul. But pashtas is, they're not mechoyiv. I don't think they're mechoyiv. That was never the practice in Europe. But again, today, why not? If a lady should come to shul, she gets a mitzvah. She should come to shul. But if she comes to shul, she should have the right kavana. This way she's yes to the mitzvah, kitikun.